Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Big Bad Morning Show, hour number two. Jeremy Kahn, Ed Norris, Rob Long is off today. <laughs> anyway, um, we're talking some Orioles here, and, and mainly the AL East. With the the news in it, do you feel like there's any collusion going on in baseball with how long we're waiting for some of these guys to sign? Like Cody Bellinger just signed with the Cubs. Mm -hmm. We're in the spring training already. I know we've seen this before, but is it? It always makes me feel like a private message got sent out on a group chat <laughs> to all the owners. Like, hey, nobody's paying this cat over thirty million, right? Nobody's paying this cat fifteen million a year because you still have Blake Snell sitting out there. I understand this one, yeah, and I'll I'll, t I'll explain why. Um, I understand why he's still sitting out there, but some of the other guys, it really didn't make sense. Um, you know, there's still some big name free agents out there that haven't signed, and Blake Snell is one of them. The reason I say the Blake Snell thing makes sense is that he's a five inning pitcher. So, like, signing him to a deal, like, did he win the Cy Young? Was he really good? Yes. But you still have to complete four other innings because he does not go deep into games. He throws way too many pitches to strike guys out. Um, and, you know, if you watch last year, there were times he wasn't even getting out of the fifth. But he's he was really dominant, and he was freaking Houdini last year. I'm telling you, go back and look at it and look at how many times he got to 3-2 counts and got guys to swing out of at pitches out of the strike zone. I mean, he's yeah. he's really good, but he's usually really good for four or five innings. Yeah. I know, and that's unfortunately that's... That's not such an outlier anymore. No, no, but I mean, you got to be prepared for it because if you're going to have a five, you do. Inning, if, yeah. the Yankees should be fine because if you're going to have a five inning guy, you need to have a Garrett Cole or a Carlos Rodon who can, and I know he didn't do it last year, can go deeper in the games right. or a Nestor Cortez who he kind of he's a roller coaster last year. Um, but if they add Blake Stell, yeah, that's definitely going to give them an edge because now you have another upper echelon power pitcher. But I like, I feel this way about Blake Snell that. He's really good, but I'm waiting for the worm to turn. I'm waiting for that. Like, I was waiting for it last year, and it just never happened because he was one of the luckiest pitchers in baseball. 
The only other pitcher that was more lucky or luckier than Blake Snell was Julio Tehran, which the Orioles just signed for some reason. And I'm going to – we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. <sighs> <laughs> he was the guy on every single um, – Every single time he was on an MLB uh, fantasy slate as a starting pitcher, mm-hmm. I stacked the other team against him. And his first five starts, I was MFing because he was the luckiest pitcher in baseball. I've never seen somebody give up 115 miles off the bat right at somebody <laughs> so many damn times. <laughs> but and look, he still got strikeout stuff, but eh, it's not. It's not, not, it's not for me. Um, but if Blake Snell lands in New York, do you think that gives them an edge on the Orioles? Yeah, another good pitcher they got to face a lot. So yeah, and, and according to what's his name, Passan from ESPN, he was saying that's the best fit for him. I think so. It's a great yeah. bullpen behind him. Yeah, it's a dominant bullpen. Yeah, so you talk about you know preparing for a five inning pitcher, that might be the place to be. Yeah, uh, see if he can. I, don't, I hate saying. You, you, is there really something to handling New York for players in your mind? Because the reporters, it's that much different. I mean. <laughs> Because some guys just aren't made for it, right? Right. And it doesn't matter if you went to a smaller city, if you were going to get peppered with questions because of something, mm-hmm. you're, maybe you're not cut for it. New York's a little different because a lot of the writers just don't care. They're not going to, they're not going to, they'll push back. Oh, definitely. And yeah. the, the, the bad and the good is that you have so many news outlets in New York. You're never going to get killed by everybody. It's always going to be like, if the New York Times doesn't like you, the Daily News will. If the you know if, if Newsday doesn't the post well they'll pick up for you and like because there's, there's always someone to tell another side of a story and that's something missing in cities like ours. Mm-hmm. Some don't like anybody. I was <laughs> like you know it's they pick who they like they like them everybody else is an idiot they just you know go after you forever. Um, in, in bigger markets we have multi you know, a lot of different media outlets. You know, New York's got like five major newspapers. Um, you know of course all the TV stations and and everything else they have. So no, and and frankly, it's like so. Yeah. So there's a lot of them. yeah. Oh, they ask tough questions. Ooh, they're gonna write nasty things about. It. The Post gonna have funny headlines when I, you know, when I drop a fly ball. Yeah, you're gonna make the back page <laughs> of the New York Post for sure. It happens. Yeah, it's good you're gonna. But you know what? So did I. I got crushed in the New York papers. It's just part of living up there. It's just that's the way it is, man. You just gotta have thicker skin. I just think some guys are made for it, and some guys aren't to to deal with, um, you know, some of the. Like anytime you're 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 in a in the entertainment field, you're gonna get judged. Or it doesn't even have to be entertainment. Like if you're in the restaurant the police, industry, yeah, or in the policing world, yeah, you're you're going you know, to get judged. You're, one way you're or a high profile person. You're gonna be judged. You're gonna be criticized. You're gonna be questioned. Um, you know, and if you say something they don't like, they're gonna come after you. What about you, Joe? Does that upset you, Blake Snell, the old five inning pitcher going to New York? Because I don't like he doesn't scare me. I think it makes them better, but he doesn't scare me. I mean, I don't. He doesn't seem like the kind of person that could handle New York media. I mean, he pitched with the Rays for a long period of time and facing them, so he's not afraid to go in there and pitch. Wasn't he afraid of the Rona? Yeah, that's a, if if I do get the Rona, right? <laughs> and then everybody freaked out about that, and he like got his nighty in a knot because he's like, "Oh, I'm not allowed to say how I feel. This is about blah blah." blah. I was like, yeah. "Oh God, dude!" He, no, remember he was the one that was playing video games, and he brought yeah. up the, the, Rona, the Rona. But he was like, "Look, if they're gonna pay me, I'll play." That right. was the whole big thing. It and, was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so right, I, I hope to eat him alive there. And they have, <laughs> if you look at yeah, as do I. Um, if you look at their. There was a graphic that MLB Network had that had what their prospective starting rotation would be and the ERA of the last full season that those guys had. So you can't really... Rodone's numbers were from 2022, um, but four of their five starters would have an ERA under under three. 
Um, Marcus Stroman was the only outlier, and that's not a problem anymore. But again, they're the kind of team that last year I thought they'd be really good, and they weren't. 90 and a knot. I like that. I like that one. That's a that's a that's a classic that's in a my classic. family. That is that's a nighty and a knot. That's an old bit of goodie. Yeah. Not, I don't think I've ever heard that. It was always panties and a panties and a wad. Yeah, nighty yeah. and a knot though. That's good. Nighty and a knot kind of rolls off the tongue a little bit better because the alliteration <laughs> than panties in a bunch. Exactly. So stupid. What would you rather have? Your panties in a bunch or your nighty and a knot? <laughs> well, I mean, look, I I don't want my panties in a bunch. I'd rather have my nighty and a knot. But then I'd be asking, why am I wearing this nighty? Could see you wearing a nighty, not me. Or it's a muumu when it's a male my, my, thing. So I, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I can see you've been wearing those things Marlon and Brando wore later in life. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a lot of things Marlon and Brando like did later in Dr. Moreau? life. <laughs> Remember when he got really fat and he would answer the door in those muumus? Why don't you bring me a sandwich? <laughs> I like something to eat. Maybe a long dark uh, oh, Snickers bar churro. <laughs> By the way, if you guys haven't looked up Marlon Brando's uh, no. dark life, no, make sure you Google some of that stuff. Okay? Do Blue Waffle after that, too. No. Marlon no. Brando, happiest day of his life. He's got his eyes closed, I'll tell you that much. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of that, the world of stupid's coming up next. We're going to get into a mafia hitman mm. that tried to kill a priest, but not for the reasons that you'd think. And we're going to talk about a woman who's going to lose an $800,000 case. It was a disability case because she got into a tree-throwing competition. (laughs) (laughs) That's all coming up in the world of Stupid Next here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, let me give you two quick stories before I get to these three main stories. I have to bring this up. Um... Firstly, we have a story, and I retweeted both of these, a lacrosse ref that pooped themselves. Poop again. But gr- they, they were grinding it out and finished the game. So this woman crapped her pants. You can see it running down her legs. And and this was a, a big-time lacrosse game. It was uh, the Pitt Panthers. So you're, you're talking about, you know, ACC lacrosse. She craps her pants, and then the team tweets it out. Says, hats off to this ref for pooping herself and finishing the game. I'm sure she would have been fine without any acknowledgement whatsoever (laughs) if you guys didn't want to bring it up. But I retweeted that if you guys want to see that story. And another one here, Ed, you had an ex that was an artist, right? 
Say what? It was an artist. Mac's wife. Yeah, she was an artist. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I don't get art. I just, I got to show you this. So this is a gigantic thing of mud that a guy turned into basically a cylinder. Mm-hmm. He's using his body and his face. You can see what he's doing, right? Yeah. He's just leaning up against it. That sold for $8.2 million. Where do you put a gigantic thing of mud that's just, it's a mud cylinder. Yeah. How is that art? Looks like something you could buy off of, you know, a truck on the highway. It looks like it was thrown in the back of a truck on a highway. That's what it looks <laughs> like. It looks like one of those giant, you know, water pipes. Yeah. It's just brown. It's just, uh, I, I, what passes art is just beyond me, honestly. There was a controversial artist in uh, the Brooklyn um, Museum of Art. Uh, it was Serrano. And it was a huge thing. Oh, I remember. He couldn't hit a curveball. Serrano, yes. He had this, his, his art was titled Piss Christ. It had a crucifix in a jar of urine. That was art. Subjective. How do you man. even allow? Like, why? Why? You don't understand. I, apparently, I don't. I, I love the, the the goofy stories that happen at um, uh, art shows, or if you want to talk about museums, where somebody leaves something random, like the banana that was left yes. in the corner, and somebody thought that that was art, so they're yep. taking pictures of it. There was somebody that took their shoes off and forgot them, so then people started <laughs> taking pictures of that. It's like, what the hell, man? What is wrong with people? I've seen, in, and I'm talking about like in, the, in MoMA, like in f- world famous museums. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a dented car door on the wall. Like, what? A solid green canvas. Yeah, and like, look, if that's your thing, I'm sorry. I just don't get it. I, that's not art to me. You're not doing anything. You're ripping people off. I just, I don't know. I mean, right. some of those famous artists in the world, like Jackson Pollock. Yeah. You just you throw paint on a canvas. Yeah. Yep, that's it. All right, the state of Texas is suing Pornhub's parent company so that everyone who uses the website will have to enter a government-issued ID before logging on. Their take is they're trying to do an age verification. Yes, an age verification method uh, used by defendants on their website cannot be said to verify anything at all. The wholly uh, failed to comply with the requirements of the law, according to the lawsuit. Like, anytime you've gone to any one of these sites and it says, are you 18 or older, all you have to do is click that you are 18 yeah. and takes you right to the site, Yes, right? So, like, it's... Not much of a verification. No, but again, are they getting into this? Would you want to type in your identification? No. If you're going to look at porn? No. Do you want anybody knowing what you're looking at? And some people don't care, but I mean, it's just like, there's a lot of goofy things going on, and I'm sorry if you're for it, the stuff in Alabama with the, I just don't get that. With um, it's just it's just the embryos. It doesn't make any sense to me, and it's more a line of blocking somebody else from getting something that they need. There's just there's too much moving and shaking going on in 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 our government right now, where it's like we're gonna do this to block you from doing this instead of we're gonna do this because this is right for our citizens, the benefit of the country. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's terrible, man. I mean, those are dependents. Okay. Oh, sorry. So you you, you call them children, and then you claim the dependents. Just freeze them. Call yeah. them kids. Dependents. Perfect. I got it. I like life when it's born here, not when it's coming in from another country. So anyway, um, how about the? I'm, I'm going to save the disability case to the end. We know the mafia is still around, right? Yeah. So a mafia hitman poisoned a priest after he spoke out about organized crime at mass. You're kidding. Catholic priest in Italy was handed a poisoned chalice. You chose poorly. And narrowly avoided drinking it while celebrating mass after he spoke out against the mafia in his small town. Reverend Felice Pararamarara, I think I nailed that too, <laughs> who is known for bravely denouncing organized crime, noticed the smell of bleach coming from the container of water and wine during a mass on Saturday in Sassan. I think I got it. 
Southern region <laughs> of Calabria. That one was easier. Calabria. <laughs> I said it was easier. I still got it wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Where the powerful Nadrangheta <laughs> crime network. You know that one? N-D-R-A-N-G-H-E-T-A. Is the N silent or the D? The D? I guess the N silent. I don't know. And Carbonara. <laughs> the police later determined Palermo. God bless it. All these valves, Italians. Uh, the water and wine had been laced with bleach. Wow. So a priest getting a, attempted murder of a priest because he spoke out about organized crime. He may be the worst hitman ever. <laughs> bleach. <laughs> la, 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 la. Wait, that's what you use? Yeah, there's nothing odorless. There's plenty of odorless, tasteless poisons you could have put in there. You got to put bleach in this chalice, you idiot. Oh, man. Everybody, like, Gosh. It is funny. You and I were talking about Tokyo Vice, a show that I turned you on to mm-hmm. in, in the Yakuza. And then there's a scene in season two, I'm not ruining anything, where like basically the cops are meeting with one of the heads, uh, police officers meeting with the head of uh, the Yakuza, and he's just like, Things are changing now. We're coming after you. And he's like, we run too deep. You, there's yeah. nothing. You, you can't get rid of us. We're the ones. Almost, they think they police. Like, hockey polices themselves with fights. Mm-hmm. They think they police the, the all the bad people. So the really bad things don't happen because they're there. Yeah. So He said, you know, basically, we, we, the country runs better with us. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a, a that interesting thought process. But anyway, let's get to this last story because this is great. Mom loses $800,000 disability case after photos emerge of her winning a tree-throwing competition. A woman in Ireland lost more than eight hundred dollars in an injury lawsuit stemming from a car crash after photos showed her launching a Christmas tree during a post-holiday competition and winning. Camilla Grabska, 36, sued an insurance agency in the country, RSA Insurance, after a 2017 car crash. Uh, car crash claims she caused her... Debilitating neck and back pain that prevented her from holding down a job for five years. <laughs> she couldn't work for five years. But I can throw a tree a country mile. She, a mom of two from the town of Ennis and County Clare. The car accident was the result of some, someone hitting her car from the rear and allegedly left her unable to carry her young children and complete household chores. And I do believe she's probably got some sort probably of injury. Does, yeah. And it's probably like nagging. I, I got in a car accident. And I was rear-ended by this is... This is so terrible. I was rear-ended by this really hot chick. And I had like a kind of a crappy car I was delivering pizzas in. Mm-hmm. And I get out of the car and I see her and I'm like, everything's fine. Like there wasn't <laughs> there wasn't much damage, but she was so beautiful. There was no reason to exchange insurance. Like what am I thinking? You want a number or anything? I, well, that would have been smart, but no. Um, not at that time. I was married. No. But like, oh, no, sweetheart, you're okay. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I went out to play basketball. Mm-hmm. I got to the court, started running around, and then just started throwing up everywhere. Oh, nice. Didn't realize that some... Yeah. yeah. I, I had one and just was going to do what I was normally... I wanted to get the basketball. Here yeah. we go. But I'm sure there was something after the fact. But to make a case that you can't work and you can't pick up your kids, but you can pick up a damn Christmas tree and throw it. Here's her <laughs> launching the Christmas oh, tree. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. She's got a good arm. It's, yeah. She's, she won the competition. Good form. Yeah. That's a big tree. Like these, chi- what is it? The cheese rolling thing? Yeah. And what you talked about the telephone poles when they flip those, yeah. or railroad tracks or whatever. Yeah. Lots of goofy games over in, um, well, I mean, all across the world. But well, the strong way, when they pick up those giant stones and put them on a pedestal and yeah. stuff, it's like, Phew. why would you want to do that? Like, I just go back to Braveheart when he and Amish, where he's the rock throwing thing. Could right. you? 
Could you kill a man with that? I could crush you like a worm. And he throws that big ass rock and he just kind of leans his head and it goes by him. And he's got the stone in his hand. He's just kind of sizing him up, throws it, hits him right between the eyes, and he just falls down. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's not about the size. That's true. I've always that's why I like that movie so much. But anyway, that's your world of stupid. This is uh, to lose a eight hundred k because you had to throw a tree. Just tough, tough. It's amazing. They follow, well, I guess they weren't following. They probably made the paper or something. Maybe, yeah, yeah, possibly. I, I mean, I don't know if you're following. Have you heard of friends that have lost? Um, I had two buddies that lost. Uh, Insurance cases because they were playing football. I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. No, I had a guy. <laughs> I had a friend who I who remained nameless, but it was a cop with him in New York, and um, he wins the NY the New York Daily News Police Officer of the Month. For, he did some very heroic. He was a really good uh, police officer, but he's in <laughs> he's in the Daily News with his wife and his family. <clears throat> so his girlfriend and his other family saw the picture. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's like the guy that got. He was caught. at a he was at a wedding with her the week before with her whole family. Oh, Jesus, yeah, that's got to be a horrible way to find out. So, hey, wonder what happened yesterday. Yeah, did you see Joey on page five? Oh, there's my, there's my who's the girl in the family he's with? Cop of the year, cop of the month, whatever it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, see, but we've had um, what was it? The kiss cam that saved somebody uh, for from Curb Your Enthusiasm, right? right? Yeah. Saved that guy where he was good. They thought he murdered someone, and it's mm-hmm. like he couldn't have. He's at the Dodgers game. But we've also had other people get busted on the kiss cam. So we've got some hockey coming up. Ed's going to break it down for us. We storm the castle a little bit later, shovels at 8. But, Ed, what are we doing with the hockey? You said you had a couple cool stories. Yeah. Um, a couple cool things happened this week that deserve mention about how hockey fans actually show respect for people from their own franchise, even if they're elsewhere. I thought it was kind of nice. And um, there's also a, a young a rookie with the New York Rangers now that's causing all kinds of controversy in the league. Um, I want to talk about this, what he's doing. Is it good for the game? Is it good for him? All right. Good stuff. We're going to get into that. We're going to talk some hockey coming up next right here on 105.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. That's now courtesy of Valley Sports. Um, that yeah, Patrick Kane returns to Chicago. Now he was a, he was you know one of the premier Chicago Blackhawks, um, probably the face of the franchise at one point. And you know had a little foray with the Rangers. Now he's with the Red Wings, all original six teams. The Red Wings and the Blackhawks are 
bit of rivals because of geography. Um, you know, they're both Midwestern teams, and they, you know, hate each other and all that. But that was all that cheering. That was in Chicago. So I just wanted to come mention this because you know we always talk about how would you receive Joe Flacco if he was here and Manny got booed and when he came back to Baltimore you wanted, you know cheered when we got announced and booed him during the game and all this. Patrick Kane broke their hearts. He he won the game in overtime for the Red Wings in Chicago. He got a standing ovation. I just thought that was awesome. I really did. Is that just um, what's the right? Is that just like fan appreciation for what happened? I think it's fan appreciation for him, and even though he's with the you know the rival now, they still love him as because he was a Blackhawk. Oh, because he was there. So you yeah. there? Okay, I got you. I, I didn't know if it was something random like people would talk about. Uh, no, it's, it's not like you saw Gretzky score a goal and, and against your team. You, you and, have no stake in you know yeah. no history with Gretzky. No, they have a history with Kane. I mean, he was their guy, you know, and he went to their hated rival, beats them in overtime, and they give him a standing O. Yeah, it was kind of like being down in Nashville when you're the Ravens were playing the Titans and we were around like the nicest fans in the world. And I'm not saying everywhere you sit there it's going to be nice, but like the Ravens were beating their ass and like you guys are doing a really good job today and I'm like who are you people? Yeah. No, but like cheering for somebody in that situation former player, I think that makes sense. Now, to my New York Rangers, um they're I mean they they're in the news for a lot of reasons. They had a 10 game winning streak. They're very very hot right now in the NHL. Um, playing really good hockey, just they just are. I mean, they look really good. Um, obviously, in first place in the Metropolitan. They they they're ten, they're ten and one at the end of the last eleven games. So nine and one now. With the, they've just been blowing everybody out, and they're playing very very good. But that's not even the reason they're in the news. The reason is they got they have this twenty one year old rookie Canadian, Matt Rempe. And um, comes to practice with a monster black eye. He's like 6'8", 240. Giant of a guy. And uh, he ended up, in his first (laughs) couple of fights, a couple of games, he had three fights in five games. He's like, they're saying he's bringing fighting back to hockey. And... He he, got, he won a bunch of them, but the last one he got uh, taken to the uh, to the ice. Um, I think it was against the Blue Jackets. Um, but I guess my question is, with all these things, people are excited. You, that fight against the Blue Jackets, you look at the Blue Jackets bench, they're all you know, banging the sticks off the, the box and smiling and laughing. Everybody loves it. People still don't, they don't quite get fighting in hockey. But this guy's like, so, he's a piece of talk in the league right now. You guys explain the rule. Is it if you go to the ground, they stop it immediately? Yes. Okay, because I, I was watching two refs. I told you the story. Like I, I saw where they were talking about one of these great defensemen who was like a fighter his whole career. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name, so forgive me. But they were talking about him fighting some young kid. It may be the guy you're talking about, mm-hmm. this tall, young Said he is fighting for his life, but everybody loves him because he's out there just throwing haymakers. Yeah. And until they finally fell down to the ice, I mean, they both got the absolute crap kicked out of each other. That's when the refs jumped in, and I'm going, mm-hmm. well, okay, that, that there's got to be something to that. But they, the refs were standing there like that one uh, boxing official who had the big eyes every time someone gets hit, like, oh, man, look at that. Yeah. And all of a sudden they go to the ground. It's like, all right, it's time to get in there. Yeah, and with him, it's like people are excited about it. He's, he's bringing fighting back to hockey, which I think is entertaining. Some of the quotes I'm reading here from sportscasters. Um, but other guys are saying, like former you know, enforcers in the NHL, he's got to learn to say no. 
you know, because guys will come up. These are staged. Like, it's like, you ready to go? Yeah. And they drop the gloves. So it's not like you just attack somebody. Are they just doing it for fun now? Or they, like- there's a lot of guys who want to fight. And they know they can always get him to, you know, to mix it up with them. The question is, at 21 years old now, he's already been in a lot of fights. He's going to continue to be in a lot of fights. Is it adding up too quick? Well, it just reminds me of Derek Bugard, which if people are not going to know who he is, probably. He was a, uh, I think it was a left wing, I think, with the Rangers. Um, he was, he was at one point, the second most intimidating player in the NHL. Similar guy, 6'7", 270, played for the Rangers, played for the Minnesota Wild, played for the Rangers, and um, he was an enforcer his whole career. The problem is... With Derek Bugard, at 28 years old, he dies from an accidental drug and alcohol overdose. Um, I think self-medicating was what the issue was. So it wasn't quite a suicide, I don't believe. He was recovering from a concussion. They do an autopsy. He's got he's got CTE more advanced than any other enforcers in the league that they've had history with. And he was only 28 years old, and he's dead. So my question is, should they actually still have this in hockey, g- given... Things like Bugard and and guys like him, because at the time Ryan Rippey and Wade Belak, Belak, um, Belak, also died, also fighters. You know, one was with the Canucks, um, the other one with the uh, Predators. But I mean, they they died like three almost in a row. And I, it's you got to question like, is this real? I know people love it, and I'm one of them. I love it, and the, the, it gets the teams going and all that. But should they still have it? It's a tough one, man, because like uh, I think it's I think it's something that brings people in. Like even someone that's not a hockey fan, when that happens, you know, like people can say what they want. Oh, I don't like fighting, but when a fight goes down, do you run away from it or are you watching? Right? Yeah. If you're out at Walmart and two people start fighting, are you running or are you you sitting there watching? Are you trying to break it up? I, I just think that that's something that it's like a car accident. That's why we have rubbernecking. People want to see. What'd you do in high school when there was a fight? Watched. Fight, 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 yeah. fight, right? Yeah. Everybody gathers around. I got out my phone and recorded. Right? Right. We didn't know. No, yeah. 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 yeah, but this is like... so. Ed this... started sketching. <laughs> so Rempe is like, the, he's like the talk of the league right now with all the stuff that's going on. And there's a lot going on. I mean, Jack Eichel is back and there's this things going on with some of the stars that come back from injuries and surgeries and this and that. Um, we're heading toward the playoffs. I mean, it's March 1st on Friday, so there's not much left of the hockey season. But the Rangers now have made – and it looks – his last fight was like 40-something seconds of just exchanging haymakers. Mm-hmm. If you're bored, you should watch them because they're really kind of interesting to watch. Good stuff, man. Uh, more hockey. I got to get more into like I need. I need to go to a game. I think I need to go and just get that out of my system since I've never I think done you it. Do. And, and uh, I thought this is a good story because these are broad topics. That like, do you believe in this stuff? Yeah, you know. Well, uh, Mike, who's been waiting patiently, I promise you, man, I'm going to get to you in the next segment. Uh, we're going to talk some Ravens. We're going to storm the castle. Lots of sound from Harbs and EDC. Once you guys hear what Takasa and John Harbaugh have to say, we're doing that next here on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, we're going to storm the castle. You'll hear from Eric DaCasa, John Harbaugh, and then we'll get to some phone calls, 410-583-1057. First, we start off with Eric DaCosta, and here he is talking about Justin Matabike. 
Well, we're trying to get a deal done. You know, we've had discussions with Justin. He's a guy that obviously has put himself in a fortuitous position this year by the way that he played. Had a great season for us. He's a valued player on the team, and we're hopeful that we can get a long-term deal done. I, I think bottom line, like, that's something we all knew was probably the number one thing that they needed to get done. I've said for a long period of time, for me, number two is making sure you get him signed to a long-term deal um, just so it alleviates some of the cap issues you can yeah. have and you can stretch that thing out. Um Stretch, stretch that thing out, meaning the contract. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I didn't know if you knew what I was. Anyway. I had a feeling. I mean, you never know with you because you do need to be retired and all. Yeah. Thanks, Ed. But anyway, I, here's Eric DaCosta also talking about the salary cap going up as well. I mean, it was nice to see the number. Uh, it doesn't mean that we're going to just open up the books and go shopping, I, I think. That's not really the Ravens' mm-hmm. way. But to have that buffer, so to speak, and to give us a little bit more flexibility along the way, it helps us this year, but it also helps us in the coming years as we project what we think that salary cap is going to be moving out in years 25 and 26 as well. So it does give you a little bit of a picture of the landscape of football and what that means salary cap-wise from a roster-building standpoint. I think we're excited about the potential that we have to be a good team this year, and we think that uh, we'll have some flexibility to remain good in the coming years. So good. I mean, it's just a great answer about the cap. And, yeah. you know, I don't know how many people I talked to when the cap went up and said, hey, that's your running back right there. And I was like, yeah, it could be, but you could use a small portion of that in the draft and get a running back as well or find somebody else. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay a Saquon Barkley, a Derrick Henry. I mean, you can go on and on and on with these top-tier names, Josh Jacobs at the top end of the list. Like, yeah. it'd be nice to have one of them here, but I don't think you have to make that move. No. So um, let's hear from Harbaugh. He's, he's talking about this offense. Is it still growing under Lamar? I just now, I think it progressed naturally. We're just beginning. We're just starting. We're one year into this thing. There's so many. We're, there's so many things that I feel like looking back on it now. We just they actually were baby steps. They were hard steps for us to take because it's a, it was a sea change in terms of offensive philosophy. Yet they were baby steps looking back on them. We have so so far to go. Lamar's excited. Todd's excited. All the coaches. We have a plan. We came out the very first day after the AFC Championship game talking about where we were going to go offensively. And I had a staff, a staff meeting about it, met with Todd, met with all the coaches individually, met with Lamar a couple days after that, met with different players. And we have a direction right now where we want to go. And we want to think we want to be tight. We want to be locked in. We want to understand how this offense applies to Lamar and our players. And we want to do right by our players. And we want to do right by Lamar and build the best operation that we can for him so, so his talents can really shine. And I think we're just starting with that. What are your thoughts on what he had to say about Lamar and the offense? We talked a little bit about this during Angry Joe earlier. Um, about no matter what Harbaugh says, it feels like he does get criticized for it. Mm-hmm. Um, your thoughts, because like you've been in that position where you're kind of you're the leader and you're you're telling everybody. Like, did you feel like you would get picked apart with some of the things you said? Or oh, I did. I mean, but I was I tried to be very honest, but also protect my people because you have to. You know, you, you got to get them to go out there and do do a very hard job for you. So, I mean, like I heard what he said, and he's just complimenting his quarterback. You know, some validity to it. I think Lamar's going to keep getting better. But it was a very disappointing end to a great season. You know, and I was very disappointed in Lamar's play in the championship game. I didn't think he played a really good game. Um, you know, I thought he just he could have taken off a couple times and, and, you know, moved the chains when he it didn't. And he was looking at people and, and not throwing to them. People were wide open. He didn't see them. Um just a lot, you know, and but I don't. What do we see? I don't expect Harbaugh to say that. I don't no. expect him to say, "Well, you know, Lamar could have played better," because then you're blaming him for the loss for a great season. Absolutely. Uh, let's hear Harbaugh talking about the depth at the wide receiver position. 
Well, I think Rashad Bateman's going to take a big step just off the top of my head. You know, I think Rashad's going to get opportunities this year. He ran routes really well. He worked super hard. He was healthy for the first time. Even as the year went on, he got healthier. And you could see it in his play. Uh, the ball got to him when he did. He made some great plays. The ball's going to get to him a lot more next year. He's going to be ready to go. Uh, we got Nelson back. Nelson is a big signing back. He played a big role last year. Of course, Zay, it speaks, he speaks for himself. Uh, we got Ty in there. Tyler did, did a good job. Uh, then you never know with a guy like Odell. I know that's probably a question people are asking. I've got my fingers crossed. We'll see. That's kind of out there. Those are those things that kind of kind of answer themselves in time. I love our tight ends as receivers. So uh, all that is really part of it. Well, there you go. There's John Harbaugh talking about mainly Rashad Bateman, but some of the depth at the wide receiver position and mm-hmm. what they need to do. So we'll see how they address some of that in the offseason. Let's get to Mike in Baltimore who had a comment about Justin Matabike and Gus Edwards. Sorry, Mike. What's up, man? <laughs> Now, how are y'all doing? Hey, look, normally I wouldn't be on hold that long. I'd be out the door, but I'm going to tell you something interesting thing that happened, okay? Mm-hmm. I wanted to comment on your comment about Metabike and and, and, and everything and, and franchise them in, and, and we get a boatload if we don't. But I, I'm like, you know, you got a bird in the hand. Bird in the hand is worth two in the bush, man. We've been looking for, you know, somebody to get sacks or whatever. So, we, I mean, you know, we get prospects. Like Ed was saying, you know, prospects is just that. You know, you got to – Bird in the hand, you go for that. But anyway, the interesting thing I was, I called. I sometimes I called the, the late night show, right? Mm-hmm. So I got that number in my head. So I'm, I called to comment, you know, because this was some time ago about the Meta BK, and I wanted to say how Gus Edwards is disrespect. Anyway, I called the eight hundred, the eight five five, the New York show by mistake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the, I said I'm Mike from Baltimore. They say, what do you want to talk about? I, said, I want to talk about Justin Meta BK and Gus Edwards and, and with the Ravens or whatever. They said, oh, you Baltimore, right? Yeah. So they went with it. <laughs> you know, so I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh no, I called the right, the wrong number. And they said, that's right, man. So they let me on the air, and I talked about I said thing that I'm telling you or whatever. But man, you know, like I said, I had that number in my head because I call it sometimes and, <laughs> and I called them by mistake. So I said, I got to stay on the line. <laughs> Mike, I appreciate it, man. And I'm sorry I got to you so late. That's that's on me because I appreciate the phone call because usually I, I see something light up on our call screen or I don't have it on the main screen. Ooh. If we're going, to, you know, you, you can yeah. see it at the bottom. Like there's a, it's a different color. Get all excited. Well, I was like, oh, there's somebody on hold, and I didn't see it, and then I clicked back to just check the time, and I'm like, oh, Mike's been on hold for a while. So <laughs> he, it's it's kind of weird. He probably did get in sooner to the national show than he did to ours. Sure he did. <laughs> All right, well, more Ravens talk coming up a little bit later in the show. Kind of exciting. We, we are going to talk some Terps with Jeff Ehrman. Uh, we'll talk some baseball with Jim Duquette. Lots of things going on. And um, But coming up next, we're going to have shovels, Ed. Who's getting your shovel? Oh, well, <laughs> I guess I'm going to give it to the uh, the folks who have been criticizing what we just talked about because there was a lot of criticism here, and I just think they're full of crap. I just, they're hypocrites in sports. Oh, you're going to hear our shovels and yours, 410-583-1057, coming up next right here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.